Those Two Jerks is brought to you in part by Maverick Group, Maverick Group Experiential Technology. Need some nerds? Let's build something awesome together. Maverick. Welcome, welcome, welcome. This is Those Two Jerks, episode 149. I am your host, the Tom Alexander. Joining me, as always, the Sancho Panza to my Don Quixote, the Al to my Dr. Sam Beckett, the Sussman, Rick Sussman. Hi, Rick. Hi, Tom. I have such high praise. I mean, I get to be pretty much the 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 brains of the outfit in that second one. I mean, you get well, to be the hero and the I get star to be, yeah. and the people. Yeah, with the, the Swiss Jesus cheese the memory. Christ, so, so you're the Christ figure, is what you're saying? Yeah, I guess. I guess. I don't know. I don't know. Is that a, is that a con- I'm sure a psychologist can dissect that for all day. But... <laughs> well, you know, am, am I am I the Riker to your Picard, or is that reversed? Am I the Worf <laughs> to your Diana? Like, where are we going here? I don't know. I don't know. Do you do you want to be the major Kira to my Captain Cisco? Let's go. With that. <laughs> I could be the wharf to your Captain Cisco as well. <laughs> that dude got around. <laughs> I, I, always, I always saw you as more of an Odo type. Thank you. Thank you. I will be the Q to your Q. How about that? That could work on a lot of different levels. I like that. Oh. That's fine. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> as we as we promptly digress. <laughs> is it is it a digression? Is it a digression if you don't establish a point first? I don't even know. I just want I just want the background noise of our show to be a whistling sound that just gets louder and louder and louder, and then at the last second, explosion. <laughs> <laughs> but it has to go on for a solid hour before anything. Happens. Oh, I wish I were a skilled enough editor to pull something like that off. <laughs> I don't even think GarageBand has something like that, but. Uh... Anyway, we're we're limited to their royalty-free library. <laughs> limited to our own limited technology. <laughs> In many ways. In many ways. Anyway, we have a ton of stuff to get to. Uh, first things first, we are coming to you on the evening. Wednesday, August 8th, 2018. Boy, that's a lot of eights. Um, <laughs> that's right. We're recording this on a Wednesday. It's later in the week because of random haggard circumstances, which we will not get into in this portion of the show. Yeah. <laughs> and maybe never. We'll see. <laughs> that's that's how you do this stuff, Tom. You just you just shove it deep down and you, <laughs> you just ignore it. Right, that's right. You, I got a good good strong lid for that bottle. It's not going anywhere. <laughs> it's not gonna bubble over, I swear. Then, uh, how could it? How no, could it? How could it? How could it? It's like it's like boiling pasta. Like you just lift the pot off the heat for a little while and then all the bubbles come down. And the starch doesn't come over the top and burn on your stove. That's a, that's a lot deeper than you should have ever yeah, made it. Tom. That's an extended metaphor. I don't know why I did that. <laughs> a, yeah. Oh man, rabbit hole. Anyway, sports, 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 sports. Uh, the world of sports. Uh, it's kind of a slow period of the year, uh, given that uh, NFL training camps just began and we haven't had nearly enough fantasy superstars lose their uh lose their entire seasons yet so <laughs> but rest assured that will happen very soon because the first any, preseason any, games begin any day now yeah i was gonna say just as soon as i draft my team whatever league i'm in I, i'm certain 
any day now. I think the most significant injury so far was uh, the starting center for the Cardinals. He's done for the year. Um, there might be one other person whose name I'm forgetting on a different team, but uh, yeah. So instead, we have uh, another bit of football news, and that is uh, a couple of weeks ago or last week, we talked about Terrell Owens and his separate Football Hall of Fame induction ceremony at his alma mater and how he didn't want to go to the regular one um, for a few different reasons, but mostly because he was upset that they waited until his third ballot to let him in. Um, I'm gonna, now, gonna have my own my own Hall of Fame introduction with with hookers and blackjack. <laughs> what? It's a it's an old Futurama reference. Don't oh worry wow, I've been watching a lot of that lately too, because um, it's on uh, on Comedy Central and Sci Fi now. <laughs> anyway, um, looks like the Football Hall of Fame may be making attendance at the ceremony mandatory for induction <laughs> in the future. I love that. Isn't that fantastic? That everyone, everyone get in here. Just, just shit out. Shut up. Sit down. Just act like you care. Do it. Nothing, nothing says honorable, wonderful event like somebody basically telling me if I don't do this, I'm going to be fined. Like, you can't create what people, you can't force um, what, tradition. UCF loves to try that crap. They did that all through our tenure. Oh, yeah. This? Oh, I love this. this, because this is hysterical now. But when we started school there 18 years ago, and I will, I will say this over and over to anyone who will listen, they didn't care if you walked on the Pegasus in the student union. They tried to start that while we were in school there. Yes. That you shouldn't do it over finals week. The story it's bad they luck. the story they made up about somebody failing their final when they stepped on it during finals. It's all bullshit. They tried yes. to create a tradition by putting the ropes up, and they even what was hilarious about it was they would rope it off to try and get people to get in the habit of walking around, and they would take the ropes down, and everyone would just go back to walking all over it. Well, it's in the, it's literally smack dab in the middle of well, the was, student union. Stupid! So. It's a stupid thing. Like traditions happen. They aren't consciously started. They just have. <sighs> but anyway, we have uh, we have a tradition being thrust upon us. I guess. Well, here's the thing. Basically, uh, over the Hall of Fame weekend, a lot of the uh, the old farts in the Hall of Fame, uh, the guys actually in it, not the uh, not the writers. We're also old farts, but of a different kind. Um, decided most of them were not happy uh, that To didn't want to go to their ceremony, and so now what they want is not just advanced screening of the candidates, which to me sounds uh, dangerous, but uh -huh. they want every one of the uh, twenty-five semi-finalists that are chosen every year to sign an agreement uh, committing to coming to the ceremony if they're elected. It has, it, we have no idea what the penalty would be if uh, they sign that and don't show up because it's not a very enforceable rule. Like, what happens if you get sick? What happens if you just can't make, like, I... What happens if you Why get is... injured or you, like you just physically like I I can't scheduling conflict. It's the Hall of Fame like I, that one I, doesn't fly. But like 
if there's an illness in your family or you you die, does that mean you don't get in now? Oh, well, you know, we would have let you in as you were the greatest quarterback of all time, but your untimely death has decided against it. Sorry. Oh, Joe Montana's already in the Hall of Fame, though. Oh, well, I'm, you know, his untimely <laughs> death is... Yeah, it remains to be seen. Um, uh, it's it's ridiculous, and it's this is only... T.O.'s the only guy to do this in the 55 years of the Hall of Fame. And so now... The old white guys are just flying off the damn hand. Well, yeah, the old the old heads were going to be furious about this regardless. Like, you can't just decide to do something. That's that's not how this is done. You can't just do things. You can't just be your own person. No, oh heavens, no. No, but well, uh, forget you. You know, God forbid you make a decision. <laughs> well, I mean, here's the other thing: is like, what does it matter if nobody shows up to the Hall of Fame, Tom? Uh, not one bit. Yeah. It, just don't go to the Hall of Fame? Like, like yeah, okay, you don't want to go to the ceremony, okay? Okay. It's, I mean, that... ultimately, it's your loss. If you get inducted and you don't go, then you missed out on that opportunity. What does is, what is the Hall of Fame care? It shouldn't. It really shouldn't, but it does. Because we gotta... I, I don't even know what we gotta do. Well, that's I don't, the thing. I don't it's, get it. It's these old guys who are in the Hall of Fame that are proposing this. It's not even the Hall of Fame itself. It's the guys who are in it, and they're the ones, you know, they're these guys who are, this is the greatest honor, and this is, you know, you need to be appreciative of this, and, and you know, the young guys, they don't get, you know, the game. When the game was the game, and people played with broken femurs and tried to kill each other <laughs> on the field, and, you know, I... Oh. We'll get to that later. I have all my opinions on that crap too, but that it's these guys, you know, that are that are PO'd at To. Now, a couple of weeks ago, we talked about To not wanting to go, and I would say we were—I I don't want to say not—I I don't want to say against what To was doing. I just think I think we both kind of agreed he'd probably regret it. Um, yeah, the more I, the, what I read about what he said in his speech and what he has said about why he didn't go, um, he has a good point and the hall of fame espouses that, you know, one of the ideals of the hall of fame is integrity and these writers who intentionally left him off two ballots, you know, two years in a about their ballots, two years in a row, and then suddenly voted for him as if. In those two years, he caught a few more touchdown passes or, you know, somehow gained more yards from scrimmage in those two years of his retirement. Um, th does that process have any integrity that people are going to penalize a guy who on paper is a first ballot Hall of Famer, one of the top 10 receivers ever to play the game? Right. Uh, because they don't like him personally? Where's the integrity in that? I think what T.O. is doing, be it, you know, advertently or inadvertently, I don't know. I think what he's doing more than anything is he's showing the, what's the word I'm looking at? The, 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 I can't think of the word, I'm sorry. Where, you, where you're pointing out that something's obviously not right. The hypocrisy um, of it all? Thank you, thank yeah. you. Yeah. Couldn't think of the word. Yeah. It's been a long week. But yeah, I... <laughs> I think that's what he's really showing more than anything is that the, he was, you know, sort of right. And that nobody wanted to, 
and nobody wants to say that. Nobody wants to 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 look at T.O. and be like, hmm, bastion of understanding and reason. Because you don't want to be that guy. Yeah, you, you yeah T.O. Want... should never be the most rational guy in the room. No, and if it is, something has gone horribly, horribly wrong. So, I... And that's what, it. What something you... is horribly, horribly wrong. Yeah. We've talked about it over and over again, over again with these hall, with the baseball hall of fame, as well as the football hall of fame. Um, they have serious problems and they're not going to go away. Unfortunately, until some of these generations of writers die off, they, they are what they are. And these guys, these writers see themselves as some sort of gatekeepers of history. Right. Yeah. They're, they're very important in the, in the grand scheme. The, yeah. The Cause we even important. know who most of them are who get a vote, which is like, we, can you name two hall of fame voters off the top of my head? No, of course not. Of course not. <laughs> I have so much other thing to worry about than who these the hall immense, of fame voters are. These immensely powerful guardians of history sitting there on their, on their thrones deciding whether they liked a guy enough to give him one of those ugly yellow jackets. <laughs> I, I, it's just, I, you know what? I'll be honest with you, Tom. I don't want to be on the side of history that agrees with T.O. No matter <laughs> but how. But unfortunately. I don't have a choice. Right, exactly. And then Ooh, what, I, rolling through. Oh, what I love yeah. about this, too, is that, you know, they'll embrace a guy like Ray Lewis. Whoa, Ray Lewis didn't technically do anything. Well, wrong, he probably, was, and, and look, innocent until proven guilty. He was never tried or charged or whatever. Um, but, uh, you know, Marvin Harrison is in the hall of fame. Uh, <laughs> hey, hey. OJ Simpson is in the hall of fame. They haven't gotten around to removing his bust. That's all. Um, you know, Ray Lewis gave him, you know, meandering, ridiculous 30 minute long hall of fame speech. Uh, that where one of the words he used most, someone did a word cloud of the speech <laughs> and one of the most used words in it was blood. Um, I'm surprised it wasn't me. Like, where does, where is, where, or Ray Lewis? Like, I'm curious Ray about Lewis that. Be one word, one yeah. word, Ray Lewis. <laughs> I'm curious about that. Like, I'm not saying the guy doesn't belong in there. Great player, whatever. But when you do something like that and you upstage everybody else at the ceremony, is that better than T.O. spiking the football on the star in Dallas? Which I thought was hilarious, by the way. Well, yeah. What? And, and that's another thing is it was hilarious. I, I don't know. I don't know what to make of a lot of this. It's just, I will say this when Terrell Owens is, is the person you go to and look to for ch social change and real honest, you know, social economical thought. We are in a bad, weird, bizarro universe. And that's really all there is to it. <laughs> you know, Deadspin, uh, Deadspin had a really good point. Uh, or no, I'm sorry. They were citing an article from Pro Football Talk, I guess. Okay. Um, oh no, it's from Deadspin. But the Hall of Fame is a museum. That's what it yes. is. Yes. Well, and that's not just Deadspin. anyone that's, who goes that's to a lot of people. It, yeah, but that's the thing. Anyone who goes to the museum, they don't care if To didn't go to the induction. Like King Tut wasn't alive when they put his tomb in the fucking Smithsonian. <laughs> Does that make him a jackass? Yes, I'm aware of the ridiculousness of that statement. 
That's fine. You're allowed to. You're allowed to make the ridiculous. When again, when To is the bastion for all things right. real and, and, and we're, we're now in we're now in ridiculous world. Yes, we're we're in a place where we should not be. That there's no way this should have happened, and yet here we are. <laughs> oh God, it's just. So we'll see what the Football Hall of Fame decides to do uh, about this. You know, one-time thing that happened that we now must change the rules forever to prevent from happening. Um, I, I'm sure the old heads are going to win and it'll be, you know, you'll have to show up in order to get in. <laughs> and then you know what you're going to have? You're going to have some pissed off guy talking about how pissed off he is in his speech on the grounds of Canton upstaging everybody else instead of off somewhere else doing that yeah like i mean like if they had forced to to come yeah he was still gonna say what he was gonna say no that's a great point like why do you if you don't want to give a speech you really shouldn't be forced to i mean one of the greatest one of the greatest uh clips of all time these days is i'm just here so i won't get fined (laughs) i love that and is that what you want from your Hall of Fame? Like, you know, you, you oh, you, okay. So, so Terrell Owens goes to the Hall of Fame. He stands up there. You motherfuckers made me come here. Right. Like, right. And then he just like leaves. You, you motherfuckers made me wait two extra years. Because why? Because you don't like my personality. Then I offered to not come because I was going to say something that made you all look like fools, but you made me come. So now I'm going to come to your house and make you look like a fool. Instead of me doing it three, five states away. We good? We good? Can I leave now? Did, yeah. I, did I hit my word quote? Give, give me my jacket. I'm out of here. Bye. <laughs> uh, that's going to be great. I can't wait for that. It's going to happen, too. It's going to happen. I don't know when, but it's going to happen. Well, there's one thing we don't have to worry about right away. And that's any Mets going to the Hall of Fame. <laughs> Not for a little while. Uh, good long while, actually. <laughs> <laughs> now that I think about it, because Piazza's in. So <laughs> that's it. You're done for a while. It's going to be some time. But you know what, Tom? I'm not the only Mets fan out there. Shocking as that may be to believe. You are not. I'm married to one. Yes, yes. She was very, uh, very cross with me for not attending a certain biblical event for people like us this weekend but there wasn't time unfortunately we'll get to that later but there there is something out there for Mets fans that was (laughs) reported on by the good folks over at CBS this week I love it I love this story uh so please this story is for you so by all means there's an online mental health uh marketplace uh that is offering free therapy sessions to New York Mets fans Good. So like why do Mets? Why Mets fans? I mean, there are plenty of other like teams out there that are equally as disastrous. Why Mets I, fans? I, I, I mean, the answer, the real answer is because New York, and it gets yes. attention. Um, if they had said it to, if they had offered it to San Diego Padres fans, we wouldn't be talking about it. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Padre. It's true. <laughs> okay. If you're a fan of the Friars and you're getting ready to jump, there's no free therapy for you. I'm sorry. <laughs> try, try and do it somewhere that people won't yeah. notice. Yeah, Don't exactly. disrupt traffic. <laughs> Stay out of the Gaslamp District. It's really busy, okay? 
don't don't do it off the George Washington. Yeah. There's only one way on and off. <laughs> <laughs> You'll really fuck up everyone's day. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the kind of love that we have for our right. fellow man on this show. <laughs> <laughs> We're very compassionate. Um, but they're you know they're asking uh, fans to fill out a form uh, talking about their most difficult moments as Mets fans. Uh, of which there are many, I'm sure. <laughs> well, after opening day, it all goes downhill. <laughs> <laughs> Generally speaking, right around May Day, you guys are saying May Day, actually. Yeah, well, you know, and then and then and then things like not last year, but two years ago, where they go to the damn <laughs> World Series and make everyone forget for two seconds how terrible it is to be a Mets fan, <laughs> only to be reminded, only to be reminded. Yeah, only to lose to the Royals. But in all fairness, the Royals uh, had had been one more year without a championship than the Mets at that point. Still the Royals. True. True. Um, are you going to take them up on this, Rick? My my initial thought is to tell them to go fuck themselves. <laughs> because that is without question, an infuriating thing for anyone to say. Um, you know, like, hey, I hear your team so bad, we're going to go ahead and give you free therapy. Fuck you, okay? That's, you don't, you don't have to bring that shit to my house. Like, I, I'm aware. <laughs> I'm aware of how shitty we are. I, I understand it's sort of like, like, it's quaint how terrible the Mets are. Mm -hmm. I, you know, it's been fun for decades to bring that hammer down. Okay, fine. You don't have to do this. You well, ain't got to do this. To add insult to injury, they make this announcement the day after the Mets lost to the Nationals 25-4, to uh, which is the worst loss in franchise history. At one well, point, okay. Jose Reyes pitched in that game. <laughs> okay. I'm not even kidding. I, I'm well aware, but let's also you know, call a spade a spade. Records are made to be broken, so I don't see what the big deal about that is. No, no, but uh, it's... The Mets started out pretty well, got a lot of injuries, and then at the trade deadline made no moves to either better the team now or better the team for the future. They simply stood pat. Um, maybe they're just thinking that once they call up Tim Tebow, uh, Jesus is going to part the NL East for them. I don't know. Well, they waited too long. Timothy James Tebow now yeah, has a severe injury. Yeah, he got a case of the Mets is what he got. <laughs> I don't like that term. <laughs> but it's accurate. I didn't say it wasn't, did I? <laughs> True. You did not. Um, Thank you. You did not. But, uh, yeah, it's not, not a great season for the Mets. I'm going to see them live this weekend. I don't know why. But uh, I'm going down to Miami uh, to see them play the Marlins. <laughs> Just... Oh, man, that game, that game might go on. Like, that might be... Like, okay, instead of going to see the Mets play the Marlins, there's this guy in hell that's pushing <laughs> I know. I could just go sit in the heat and jab myself in the eye with a fork for three <laughs> hours. Seems like a viable option as well, yes. Like, it's going to be like the, a 15-inning nothing-nothing tie somehow. <laughs> or, or or it's going to be like 38-42. to 42 Yeah, exactly. <laughs> in the fourth inning. Exactly. Each team has 16 errors. <laughs> um but you know it's it's part of a part of a birthday gift for my brother-in-law he he and i neither of us has ever seen marlins park uh in the flesh so we're gonna go down and 
check it out and it just so happens the date we could make is the date the Mets are in town. Hooray. Yeah. Well, you know, you can check in with the local Mets contingent to see if anyone's taking them up on this offer. That's true. I, it's true. I could, if I, if I so desired, uh, ask people about it. Let me ask you something real quick. Yeah. Okay. Um, your, your football team is, um, notable for a number of very negative reasons. (laughs) Would you be interested in going and taking part in a, um, uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers uh, therapy session, so to speak. No, no. Is it because you have uh, a fiber in your being? Is that it? Yeah, it's it's something like that. Um, yeah. it's, it's something like that. Uh, I have I have renounced that team for the upcoming <laughs> season and for <laughs> a time indefinite uh, to be determined uh, for myriad reasons. No, I would not go to therapy over the Bucks. They've been terrible for. Most of their existence. <laughs> so, um, I the, the Super Bowl win was the aberration here, not uh, not the terribleness. Unlike the Mets, who have you know had some good years, they haven't won a ton of championships, but they've had good years. Um, the the Mets is a whole different thing because they dangle the carrot in front of their fans and then they. <laughs> You don't apart. have to be you, I like you don't have to take so much glee in that by the way. Sorry. No, it, could you tell I was smiling when I said it? I didn't mean to. Uh, you've been smiling since we started this whole specific I love program. this story. I love this story. I'm glad you do. I'm yeah. glad you love it. I'm I'm so happy. Hey, I'm a big proponent of therapy in general uh-huh. for everyone. No, yeah. So if yeah. this means more people get therapy, then how could it be bad? There's a special place in hell for you. <laughs> I know. I know. I have contractors there building out my timeshare as we speak. <laughs> All right, fine. Sorry. <laughs> right. They got I got there's a nice empty lot next door for you. Don't worry. Oh, hey, that's probably true. <laughs> yep. Definitely is. Ah, uh, good. All right, what else do we have to 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 expound upon? I'm I'm sad now. Once I get sad, it's time to move on to another story. Well, the more, yeah, that's true. <laughs> we only we only go until you start crying, which, yeah. is, <laughs> which can be applied to so many experiences in your life. I think. Uh, just one, just constantly though, <laughs> <laughs> over and over again. Well, that is the point of what constant means, now, isn't it, Tom? Shut up, Rick. <laughs> I think I think Gushy needs to see you. Oh, okay. Go ask go ask Ziggy what we're supposed to be doing here, please. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, the thing that wouldn't die, no matter how many times we beat this horse with a shovel. Um, <laughs> It's we back. have another we have another wrinkle. We have another wrinkle in the the zombie story that is the NFL national anthem controversy. And that is uh Beefo Brady's, which if you live in Florida, <laughs> you've heard of it. Um and if you don't and live in Florida, you sorry. Won't. Yeah. <laughs> um but it's a Florida-based chain of uh sports bars, family sports bars, air quotes. Um <laughs> They have decided 
Is this just one bar? It's yeah, just one bar. bar. It's just one beef O'Brady's? I thought it was the whole chain. No, no. It's oh, just the that's bar. even effing worse. <laughs> yeah, this is why I thought my theory on this was right. They're all independent. Like, oh, no, no I thought I didn't read happening. the I didn't read the article. Alright, well then this is this is even worse. Um so basically one beef O'Brady's in Brooksville, <laughs> uh, which is in Hernando County, which is a red county, um, and is not far from where my wife grew up, actually. Or where I grew up, for that matter. It is in the Tampa Bay TV market. They've decided not to buy the Sunday ticket package this year uh, because of the kneeling. They've chosen not to support the NFL and save $5,000 this season. Well, how much is the... Is that how much the NFL ticket package costs for For a store? For the bar, yeah. Okay. Instead, well, they're going to yeah. offer veterans 40% off on food on Sundays. Every, you know, we, we got to look out for the troops. I mean, the troops don't get enough respect. They don't. What's sad is they really don't because the MIC might make a, you know, $717 billion, but it's not like anyone's getting a raise this week. <sighs> Sorry. Uh, it's just. All right. First of all, yes. First of all, when I initially read the story, like I said, I thought it was the whole chain. And then I was going to okay. say this is a publicity stunt because uh, Beefo Brady's. Yeah. And they would get some national attention. And in fact, this story has been picked up by thehill.com, uh, which is a very well known political website. Um,. But instead, it's this one bar. And this is a guy who, again, has mistaken the issue for what it is and says, well, because the NFL doesn't respect our troops and our veterans, I'm not going to give them our money. Maybe they'll maybe they'll change their mind, he says, if it hits their wallets. Yep. The NFL and DirecTV are going to miss your five grand, bucko. I really <laughs> think so. Like, they're they're going to find the 53rd guy on the Cleveland Browns roster that... For not wearing the right color fucking socks. They don't <laughs> care. They don't care about your money. <laughs> Sorry. I understand you doing this and calling the local Fox affiliate in your market is gonna get you some pub, and it has. Good for you. And so all of the all of the oldies in uh in your red county will come to your place on Sunday until their football game comes on, and then they're gonna fucking leave and go home and watch football. <laughs> Well, yes, because that's what this is. See, when when I sent you the story, I I knew it was just the one store. So I was thinking that this is just what what this is is this is a guy who's like we're we're losing money hand over fist. We got to start tightening our belt around here. What's an easy way? Well, you know, we do have this five thousand dollar bill. Hey, I know a way that we can get some sweet sweet pub and make ourselves look bigger than we really are. Yep. Yep. And that's exactly what happened. And it's a it's a masterstroke on the part of the owner of this bar. But uh but yeah, A, it's not gonna further your cause. B, you're it's great that you're offering veterans a discount on food. Forty percent off is huge. Uh but uh, uh I don't think it's gonna make up for the people not coming because football's not on. Unless 
maybe people didn't go there to watch football in the first place. That's my other thought is like, are you telling me that the best option I got to watch local sport football is a Beefo Brady's? Like maybe I'm going to Hooters. Maybe I'm going to Winghouse. Maybe, maybe Tom, and this is going to be the crazy part. Maybe I'm sitting my ass at home and just enjoying the game on my beautiful $5,000 TV that I bought seven years ago. Well, you know, that's, that's just it. And more people are doing that. And, uh, you know, this is, this is a, Brooksville's not a big area. So I could imagine there aren't too many other bars close by that would have, that could afford the Sunday ticket. Um, you know, they still carry the, the games that are on national TV, but uh, not every game. But uh, this is definitely not as big a deal as it's being made into. And again, the NFL doesn't care about you, dude. <laughs> no, the NFL doesn't. But, you know, the, the, the local news affiliate, somebody's going to cover it. We're talking about it because it's just... It's more opportunity for these guys to keep their heads above water. And they, that's what all they want. They just want the attention. Yep. They just want the attention. That's right. So, so here, I, here I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to issue a challenge because we do have a segment of our audience that are, are MAGA people. Um, if you MAGA folks are out there, and if you haven't stopped listening by now, <laughs> um, I challenge you to uh, put your money where your mouth is when it comes to the NFL and the anthem controversy. And go on Sundays to this Beefo Brady's in Brooksville, if you can get there, and spend your money there. Because if you really are that angry about the whole NFL anthem thing, then why do you need to watch their product? And maybe you should go support a business that supports your agenda. Um, I will sit here and I will wait to look to see the, uh, the receipts and the crowds at that Beefo Brady's every Sunday. Now, just out of curiosity, at that Beefo Brady's, if you go during an NFL game, um, are you then at that point um, going to uh, stand for the national anthem yourself? Is that, that, <laughs> that, that, that well? That's what I love too. Is is and I know I know at least one uh, local radio host who is very adamantly opposed to the kneeling for the anthem, who doesn't stand when it's played before his show every day. But why, Tom? The uh, anthem, though. Yes, the anthem and the troops. But and the uh, troops. But yeah, um, and and one of these days I'm going to ask him about it. But yeah. uh, but why? <laughs> I, wouldn't, I, I wouldn't bother. Yeah, I wouldn't either. Because <laughs> I know like I know answer. a fool's errand when I see one. <laughs> You're really not going to like that answer. <laughs> <laughs> I know what the answer is going to be. So yeah, I'm not going to like it. Um, <laughs> I'm not gonna like it, but uh, <laughs> but yeah. So that's what I would love to see is if is if if you're not if you can't get to this beef old Brady's, then are you you know are you standing up in the bar when the anthem's on TV? Do you make everyone in the bar stop what they're doing and and pay attention? Which is what technically you're supposed to do to pay proper respect when the anthem is being played. You're supposed to stop buying beer and chit chatting and even walking. And and face the flag or the direction of the flag and remove your cap until it's finished. That's the quote-unquote proper way to pay respect to the anthem. So if you're doing anything other than that and you're pissed off at these guys kneeling, um, I'm going to have to throw a hypocrite flag on that play. Oh, but they don't even know what that is anymore, Tom. No, no, way of life. Th that, that, 
honestly, that the hypocrite flag not being thrown genuinely is what infuriates me about this whole situation that we find ourselves in. More than anything, that that actually makes me so so mad. But I don't really feel like getting into that right now because we have other funny things to talk about. <laughs> we do, we do. So we're gonna move on to the geek stuff, nerd stuff portion of the program. Uh, right after tonight's top ten list. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> what the hell? I don't know. I don't know where that I, came from. You remember the fake commercials we used to do? Those were fun. <laughs> Those were fun. Oh, we used to we used to pretend we were on NPR. <laughs> Tom, I got a great idea for a show. Let's do the show in the middle of a busy retail store and not make any bones about it, and then wonder why the background noise sounds weird as hell. <laughs> Or why it sounds like we're whispering for the first six months. <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> anyway. Hey, it was it was a good idea once we figured out how to make it happen and not be interrupted. <laughs> we're going to go to the back room. Go, surrounded well, by yeah, or, or just go when the store wasn't open. <laughs> and hell, that was, that was the best. That was fantastic. <laughs> that was fantastic. <laughs> and then Chris got to shop afterwards. <laughs> By shop, you mean write down barcodes that he then yeah. ordered from Amazon. Yeah, or from uh, from discount trades or whatever, the instocktrades.com. Yeah, yeah, pirateorganization.com. <laughs> Never from you know, the local comic shop. No, no, that he was literally standing in. Um, yeah. It's okay. All of this is okay. You know what? It's a great week, Tom. It Why is, is a, it a it great is, week? It is the potentially the greatest week of all time. Is that is that because because something has happened and you're now gonna get CBS All Access, Rick? It's because something has happened and I have to get CBS All Access, <laughs> and I'm not happy about that part of it. We're still oh, we're still boy. coming to terms. Yeah, that's right. So last weekend, in case you were living under an internet rock, um, the was the Star Trek, uh, the annual ginormous Star Trek convention in Las Vegas. Attended uh, by ones of people, just really no, fantastic. dude. This is the big one. Like this is all the big <laughs> stars go. This is this is the one. This is the Comic Con of Star Trek conventions. Put it that. Oh, way. okay. Um, As opposed to just you know Comic Con. It's the one Shatner goes to. Okay. <laughs> they they defrost him for twenty minutes. Yeah, he deems it necessary to go pick up his hundred and twenty dollars a signature. Hi, I'm Will Where, Shatner. Yeah, he's not even that nice to people. What are you talking about? <laughs> he sits in money. the chair. He sits in the chair and says, "Next," like it's a fucking deli. Okay. <laughs> why are you so mad about that? I'm not mad about it. I mean, I sh I don't know why I would be, but because I never gave that guy a dime <laughs> for but that yes, reason. But he's treated people Bill I Shatner. know like that. Anyway, the hell with. James Tiberius Kirk, the greatest captain in the history of Starfleet, is coming back, Tom. They're not doing a Cisco series. Anyway. <laughs> no. Uh, I also would have accepted, well, that's not possible. Janeway's on Orange is the New Black. Yeah, yeah. A friend of mine met her at the convention last weekend. He said she's really nice. Janeway? Um, yeah. Well, Kate that makes me happy. Yeah. Um, her name's Janeway. No, no. Janeway's not a real person. Her so name's Janeway. Fine, whatever. We'll move on. <laughs> uh, what we what we're trying to get at here is uh, Alex Kurtzman, who's one of the executive producers of Star Trek Discovery, 
uh, announced what the next Star Trek live action series will be. <laughs> and it will feature Patrick Stewart once again as Jean-Luc Picard. And that's about all we know about it at this point. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I'd like to say thank you to the Academy for making this happen. I, and for, for finally realizing that eventually they were just going to have to dust this off because well, <laughs> yes, go no, go yes, ahead. go ahead, go ahead. No, 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 no. By all means, feel, feel free, please go well, ahead. No, they go didn't ahead. have, they didn't have to dust this off and oh, we have no idea though. what this is going to be. This is what this is, is CBS recognizing that they have a shitty product and that they're charging entirely too much money to essentially watch Star Trek. And now they have to do something about it. And the only thing that you can do in this situation is exactly what they're doing and giving me, the true Star Trek fan, <laughs> the show that I will pay money for. All right. First of all, Discovery is awesome, and you're a fool for not watching it. Remains it. to be seen. Remains yeah, for be you, because you haven't seen it. <laughs> Jerk off. So, remains to be seen. Anyway, Discovery is awesome. <laughs> you should watch it. Um, but now we're going to get another live-action Star Trek series, which this has been rumored for a while that Patrick Stewart was going to come back, but I figured, all right, if he's going to come back as Picard, it'll be like an animated thing, like shorts, or uh, it'll be a cameo in something. Um, but no, he is going to star in a show. Um, what I found interesting about this announcement, other than it was a surprise and no one knew Patrick Stewart was going to be there until they announced the, the show, um... CBS has said that from now on, all live-action Star Trek shows will be on All Access. Um, so, if you want Star Trek, you better get All Access. <laughs> this is, I mean, honestly, man, this is this is my problem with this shit. It really is. Like, that's just not cool. But, yeah, but... All right, what... Here's the thing. The this, this show would not get ratings on network television. Probably not. No, I agree with that. Probably not, because it's a niche show, and you know it was going to need to be saved by Netflix before it ever got made anyway, so I, I, I get it. It's not like NXT is a show that you can watch outside of the WWE Network, even though everybody agrees it's the best the product that they have. Right. I get, I get it. I get it. Um, like if you want said, Star Trek at all, this is unfortunately the way it has to be. Because Yeah, but that's sort of, that's sort of shitty, isn't it? Well, it's shitty, but that's a shitty commentary on the world, not on CBS. I I, I still think CBS. No, I don't know. It you know less. You're this, just but... you're just angry. What I want to know is what I what I want to share with our audience is is the response you gave me when I texted you this news. Oh, uh, you're no. <laughs> As Tom, you were in the middle said, of your family reunion. That was said in confidence between two people. Where is this? Uh la la la. Come on. Oh, here it is. Uh there were there were four text messages in a row. The first one was all caps fuck period. <laughs> the second one, okay, fine. The third one, fine, all caps. The fourth one, god damn it, fine, I'll buy the fucking service. <laughs> I think it's appropriate. I, I think it was it was it was a it was, response. It was an unexpected response from you because I figured for sure you were gonna you were gonna dig your heels in and just be I'm still not buying it. I'll just get it on Blu-ray. Um, but I was pleasantly surprised. 
Um, now, we don't know exactly when the show is going to premiere. Uh, it looks like it'll be sometime in 2019. Um, and we don't know what shape the show is going to take. All we know is that it is it is the next chapter in Picard's story. Um, he's the only character they have confirmed for the show at this point. They have no uh, not said anything about what the concept is. He says they've been kicking around a lot of different stories. Um, I have my theories. Oh, yeah? Um, yeah, I have, I have two theories um, about what this show might be. Um, and, and who knows? I mean, Patrick Stewart's almost 80, and uh, good for him if he wants to do, you know, episodic television again. Um, and great for Star Trek fans. He's a beloved character, and I, I like it also because it's going to be uh, a continuation of the prime timeline. Instead of showing something from the quote-unquote past of the prime timeline like Discovery, we'll now see something beyond the end of uh, the last movie, next-gen movie, which was Nemesis. So we're going to see something beyond that. Oh, God, that. that's right. We do have to go all the way back to Nemesis, don't we? Yeah, Nemesis was the last movie in that part of the prime timeline. Like That's the latest, the furthest we've gone into Star Trek's future at this point, officially is the prime is is nemesis uh, well technically no technically it's what happened to spock in the beginning of the first abrams trek movie but true but that's it we know no that's all you know we don't know anything about anything beyond that so it's all new territory and what's great is uh they don't have to somehow find ways to explain why the new special effects look better than the special effects that are supposed to take place <laughs> 10 years after them um, or why the uniforms are different or why this contradicts <laughs> why this contradicts this or that, because they don't have to tie into anything that's come before really. <laughs> so all of the gymnastics that discovery is going to have to do sooner or later, um, this show won't have to do. Time manipulation vortex. Those three words get you through anything in Star Trek. Well, if you watch Discovery, um, you might have some theories on how they're going to do this. So always a time manipulation. But that's fine. Yeah. It's a good week. It's a great day. Nothing can bring me down. Probably. So, yeah. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Probably. So do you want to hear my theories on what the Picard show might be? Okay. Okay. My first theory is uh, Picard is the commandant at Starfleet Academy, and it's the paper chase, but Star Trek. <laughs> all right. So he's he's the venerable professor, and he has all these young protégés who look up to him, and that way they can get, you know, young sexy characters in there to continue on after, you know, Sir Patrick wants to retire. Um, plus, it's different. Like, I, I know it's not, it's not going to be him commanding a ship again because that's been done like it's why would they do that again just with oh it's picard with a bunch of new people you don't care about why would they do that you know if he's just going to be commanding another ship the other theory i have is ambassador picard uh and his team of diplomats trying to stop some kind of horrible war or genocide or that sort of thing which could make for a cool serialized show yeah, it could also make for a good one season and then they move on to something else. And as that well. may be all this is. We don't really know. Uh, you know, they haven't said anything about what the plan is for this. 
Um, that may be how they got him to come back. That might be, they said, all right, look, come in, do like 13 episodes. And then maybe we'll do something, you know, maybe this is something they want to try. You know, they will do 13 of a Picard show and then we'll do 13 of a, some other beloved character. We'll bring Worf back or Kirk or. But where will they find Michael Dorn? <sighs> I <laughs> think the day manager at the Dairy Queen will let him off. <laughs> not sure you know when, when this was announced when when patrick stewart announced he was doing this you know there was a chill down brent spiner's neck somewhere no no not again <laughs> well, i can't go back you can't make me go back well it's funny because there was apparently a few years ago uh before discovery went into development they were talking about doing a new series uh uh, that's centered around Captain Data on the Enterprise. Picard retires, gets promoted, whatever. Data becomes the captain, which has happened in the comic books or the novels. I don't remember which. Um, and uh, I, I don't know why it didn't happen, but uh, I'm sure we'll see Brent Spiner back for, you know, one episode. I think I think his doctor will allow him to put the face paint on for one day. <laughs> Is he going to be B4 or is he going to be Nunian Well, no, soon? B4 is Data now. So there is no B4 anymore, which the ethical dilemmas presented by that are interesting. <laughs> Wait a minute. When did this happen? That happens when at he... the end of Nemesis. He starts no, singing the, the song. Nemesis, he's whistling. He's, he's singing whistling the he's song. Learning. He's, he's learning. He's whistling like... the tune that Data sings at the wedding at the beginning of the movie. It's to tip you off that Data put his mind into B4's body. Is to oh, tell man. you Data's alive. They went. They went all X Men Three on this. Shit. They went all Wrath of Khan on it. <laughs> well, they tried. I mean, that was what they were going for, but it was like a like a shitty facsimile of Wrath of Khan. <laughs> so you're saying you're saying they went Pepe Steve on this? Like, it was like if they if they put into darkness in a Xerox machine, <laughs> and then they photocopied what came out. <laughs> oh man, multiplicity references with references to Star Trek episodes that nobody watched. It's it's a man. it's a Gordian knot of geekery right now. We really we really need Chris on these shows. <laughs> <laughs> Just to ask questions. She's like, what the hell is wrong with you two? So and that we provide explain. footnotes, editors' boxes. <laughs> He's the everyman. <laughs> see see issue number six forty eight of Amazing Spider Man, editor. <laughs> I miss those uh, in comic books. The problem is there'd have to be too many of them now. You you realize you say that reference like once every three episodes. You know that, right? Yeah, I know. I don't care. It's still, <laughs> right. It makes you laugh. You're an easy lay with that joke. So. <laughs> oh, wow. A nerd joke based upon a reference that only a nerd like me would get. <laughs> Man, you're really pushing the envelope this week, Tom. <laughs> it's, the, it's, the, it's the midnight you up text message of jokes. <laughs> Like it's like editor box reference eggplant emoji you up question mark. Oh, I used to know that girl. Let's move on. <laughs> yep, I remember. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, um, so that was big cool Star Trek news. Um, we had uh, we have another little bit of news. This just happened today. Um, the Academy Awards, the, the <laughs> Academy of Motion Picture Arts and Sciences, 
<laughs> what is so funny? <laughs> I can't stop it with this. Story. Oh, this is fucking ridiculous. Um, so this year's Oscars were the lowest rated in a long time. Oh, what a what a tragedy! Yeah, who knew people would get tired of people giving awards out to movies they've never heard of for four fucking hours? <laughs> um, so uh, they've proposed some changes to try and get people to watch again. One of those small changes is that they're going to, and we mean it this time, we promise, even though we've said it almost every year for the last 20 years, they're going to limit the show to three hours. Eh, doubtful. <laughs> Just doubtful. Especially if they give Frances McDormand anything. She's going to talk for at least half that. Um, the red light came on. You got to stop talking now. <laughs> nope. Not doing it. Um. Anyway, the other one uh, is... This is the best. This is the... A new is... award. So good. A new award. And that is... It's called... Here is it. Uh, Outstanding Achievement in... Oh, damn it. I in popular it. film. Yeah. Outstanding Achievement in Popular Film. Read the text. Read the text that I sent you that this is what this really is. Oh, it is. It's it's the movies that made money. <laughs> That's What did you tell me? Uh, let's see. Oh, it was an email, not a text. Oh, no. I've made life difficult. Outstanding achievement in stupid movies you damn heathens just have to see. <laughs> Instead of nominating movies like this for Best Picture, which they expanded to 10... The year that uh, Avatar came out, because Avatar was fucking terrible, but they needed to recognize it somehow because it made so much goddamn money. <laughs> um, they decided to expand to 10 Best Picture nominees that year, and they nominated some movies that, you know, made a lot of money. Of course, none of them won, and everyone knew going in not one of them was going to win. But still, it was nice that they uh, threw a bone to the masses, I suppose. Uh, so they've kind of backed away from that because now they just pick 10 movies that uh, no one's ever heard of. And then hopefully you go see them between in the month between the nominations coming out and the show airing or you don't give a fuck and don't watch anyway. But now they're going to start giving an award to popular film. So what shit does that movies. mean, Rick? Shit movies. <laughs> shit movies, but shit, shit movies, movies that make money or movies the Academy thinks are shit, but that are very popular. So, like, superhero movies, perhaps? Yeah, movies that make the billions of dollars. Yeah, yeah. Infinity War, Black Panther, Ant-Man and the Wasp. There's gonna be, it's going to be all Marvel movies, basically. Well, it doesn't have to be, but, like, what you're doing with this award is the... You're literally putting together an, an award on a show that nobody watches that is the Please Watch Us Now Award. Right. We've, we've kowtowed to your stupidity. Well, that's the thing. And what I want to know is, are they going to give this one out at the end now instead of Best Picture because they want to make sure everyone watches all the way to the end? I don't know. But you know what? And, and by the way, I'm not actually calling the people who watch these movies stupid. I'm calling the... I, I'm, I'm pretending I'm the Academy. The Academy always tries to consider itself more artsy and less fartsy. But then again, they gave Best Picture to Crash one year. And if you've seen Crash, that movie is a pile of garbage. It just was, you know, the anti-racism movie. So they gave it Best Picture. 
Can't argue that. It's true. I can't huh? argue that. I can't argue that at all. Yeah. Yeah. But here's 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 what they should have done. Decided to be more in touch with the fucking audience. <laughs> You mean instead of instead of creating a whole new bullshit, right? A whole award. new award that no, it's like when they created the the award for best animated feature, because it was like, look, dude, we can't nominate a Pixar movie. We only nominate five movies every year, and and fucking Scorsese makes one every goddamn year, so that's one. <laughs> and then Pixar's two, and now we've only got three movies from Miramax and Weinstein and you know whoever else has naked, dirty pictures of us that we have to nominate for best picture. <laughs> So here's what we're going to fucking do, Pixar. We're just going to make a whole new category and whatever you release, we're going to nominate in that category. And then maybe, I don't know, that Minion movie. I don't fucking know. Whatever else comes out. Something from France. Yeah. Throw that in something, there. Yeah, something from France or Iran or ah, well, one of those fucking countries. And then uh, that'll make us look artsy fartsy. And, you know, we'll give, you can have, you know, then Mike Wazowski come up and get his fucking Oscar on TV and everyone can, ah, yay, Pixar. But okay. uh, we're not then, nominating we're you guys for best picture. And then we're never acknowledging your shit again. Right, so exactly. Get out of exactly. here. Exactly. No, Toy Story 3 does not get nominated for best picture. It gets nominated for best animated feature. It didn't work then. It's not going to work it, now. It, it worked. It worked. They still have that award. They still have that award. And Disney is no very, very content to put that, that Academy Award winner, best animated feature on the Blu-ray box. And on the commercials, and everyone is is I don't want to say happy, but uh, I sated. Let's go. With that. <laughs> I was gonna say content doesn't sound right. No, the right word content's either. the wrong word too. Sated. They're sated. full. <laughs> They're full. They they just ate at McDonald's and now they hate themselves. But it's oh. done. At least they ate. <laughs> Congrats. That's what's Congrats, gonna happen Hollywood. here. That's what's gonna happen here. It's gonna be oh, you like uh you like Aquaman? Well we're gonna have uh we're gonna have Aquaman and uh and you like Wonder Woman, right? So Wonder Woman, they're gonna present an award, and then uh, about three hours later, then we're gonna give an award to uh by probably Infinity War. But Aquaman will be nominated. Yeah. You have a, the thing will be up there, and then everyone can cheer at home. Ah, I saw that. And you know, you can be all happy that your football team won this because that's what it is you need to fucking root for something so here you go <laughs> meanwhile best picture award will be um love simon and uh call me by your name and really anything else about a gay yeah. coming of age story that may yeah. have come out in the yeah. last 16 or, months or a ridiculously true story with an unreliable narrator starring either ben affleck or matt damon and directed by the other <laughs> And then you know what? Wes Anderson movie. Just throw it in there. Just yep. do it. Yep. <laughs> Toss that guy in there. Ooh, this but is it was the Oscars every time. year. It's this, okay. Yeah. We're never gonna give him an award. Just put his name yeah. up there. People and then watch. and then the movie that starred Leonardo DiCaprio and either an animal or a hot chick, but not both. Uh <laughs> <laughs> did Nolan make another movie? Just throw that in there. Yeah, well yeah, that'll be if we decide to do ten again this year, it'll be a Nolan movie because his movies make money but no one understands them. So they fit in perfectly here. <laughs> now, there, how come he didn't get to do the reboot of um, uh, with, uh, uh, Twin Peaks? I mean, if ever there oh, was God. a guy. <laughs> Could you imagine something, something that's even less intelligible than what David Lynch did? <laughs> it's like so super satisfying until the very end, and then it just leaves you frustrated. 
Oh man. Like an eighth like, grade hand job. Yeah, I was gonna say so junior high. <laughs> God. Anyway, this this Oscar thing's gonna be a freaking disaster. Well, if you're tired of watching things that happen on the big screen, there's tomfoolery afoot on the small screen again. Tom. Well, the small or the big. We <laughs> <laughs> both. Both, honestly. Both. both. That's Both. right, because we must monetize the IP. And... Uh, it's not gonna, Tom. The the IP is not gonna monetize itself. That's right. right. We gotta do this shit. That's right. We need a guy in a suit somewhere in an office to make sure that this thing starts crapping out cash. And, <laughs> <laughs> and so, what are we gonna do? Well, uh, Warner Brothers is going to develop a Supergirl movie. Fresh off. Fresh off the announcement of more movies, we've got another movie. Well, that's, that's it. I think at last count, Warner Brothers had, uh, I don't know, something like, and it's a conservative estimate, 794 DC Comics movies in development at this point. That sounds a little low, but I'll take it. It was like like the entire, they just basically started going through a volume of Who's Who from 1988 and just doling out every entry got a, a fucking writer. Like, everybody, everybody, give it to the writer's room. Here, here, you, you, make the Star Hawkins movie. And you over here, Stone Boy needs a TV show or something. I don't know. And, no, it uh, can't and, be a TV show, Tom. No, it's all the no, big screen, because the no. TV shows don't fucking count, evidently. Right, right. And uh, what about Karate Kid? What do you mean we can't do Karate Kid? No, no, not that Karate Kid. Our Karate Kid. Anyway. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, the whole legion just every every yeah. member of the legion needs an or that's what they're gonna do they're gonna do it right but it's gonna be for legion so no one's gonna care so <laughs> exactly. all the major legion characters get their the brainiac story. five movie is gonna be fantastic yeah, well and then eventually they have the legion of the superheroes movie right. everyone goes man this was really good yeah what a great build-up this is fantastic <laughs> see this is what they should have done with justice league why did they do this with Justice League? This is stupid. I'm smarter than <laughs> So, yes. So, there's a Supergirl movie in development, and uh, the Batgirl movie is no longer in development, I guess. But <laughs> they're developing... We know Birds of Prey is apparently going to shoot early next year, and now we know who the villain is going to be in Birds of Prey. Uh, well, not for certain, but it looks like uh, Black Mask will be the villain in Birds of Prey. He's a Batman villain, isn't he? Yeah, essentially. I mean, he could be a Birds of Prey villain. That's not. That's not too. Well, far Birds of Prey have Gotham ties, so it makes sense. But, but that's where he started. Was in Batman. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. It's the guy with sure. the black skull face. Yes. Yes. That may or may not be attached to his head permanently, and I don't. I never bothered looking into it. I just. There's Red Hood. There's Black Mask. There's there's Purple Face. There's there's Gobbledygooker. There's you know after yeah. a while there's Raspberry like, Beret. Yeah. <laughs> There was there was Mad Cap, <laughs> that's a, that's a thing, and then um uh who the, who's the multi spectrum guy, um Rainbow Flag no Ra no no it was, it was some other guy like a rainbow but Batman had to be in a, uh, he had to have his multicolored Batman suits um and you know what <laughs> what happened to Louis the Lilac can we bring back Louis the Lilac as a Batman should villain we, should we bring back no. no we shouldn't but why not so. <laughs> Anyway, uh, a lot of people were upset about uh, the Supergirl movie going into development because, well, there's a Supergirl television show on TV right now. It's doing quite well. Well, people like it. 
Um, the girl who plays Supergirl is very good in the role, but she has no shot in playing that role in the movie because the movie will have nothing to do with the television shows because that's how DC does it. <laughs> uh, and so we thought we would try and find an old friend fresh from his stint in sexual harassment rehab to talk about this. And, uh, and that's Unicron. Unicron, Thomas. are you there? Thomas, 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 Thomas. <laughs> Thomas. How you doing, Unicron? Well, I am. I am better than I have been in many, many years. I'm in touch now with a lot of feminine sides. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, isn't that what got you into trouble in the first place? Thomas, Thomas. Hashtag me too. Those girls, they all had it coming, whether or not I was or wasn't. Hey, whoa, <laughs> whoa. No, but if I could be, it's very serious. That you know, uh, you know, these women—they have been horribly mistreated by my friends and myself, uh, and so we're trying to move <laughs> on together uh, and, and forge a new direction. And you know, the the these these ladies, these these uh, these females—what uh, the hell do you call them? The the not men uh, want to be heard, and they have a me too argument uh, or or a meat argument. I guess. Either way, we got IP, and it needs to be monetized, and we can get these young women's. We can bring them in, Thomas. <laughs> right, by, by you know, female superheroes, right? right Wonder Woman was right. a big success, and so now... Huge! Now we've got a lot more, like uh, like Supergirl. Yeah, we're very proud of Supergirl. Uh, she's going to be... Uh, she's going to probably wear a bra. Very exciting times. Very <laughs> exciting. Uh, we don't really know what the costume's going to look like, but you will have no less than four upskirt shots in the first 15 minutes, or we're just not going to go to production. I don't, I've I don't. looked into this myself. <laughs> I know a few people who aren't going to be happy about that. <laughs> well, I checked in with the Midwest head, and the Midwest head says it's fine. It'll play in Peoria, so we're doing it. And that's what, <laughs> that's what needs to happen. Great. Great. So do you have any concerns at all about maybe confusing the casual fan by having uh, a, two, two different Supergirls at the no, same no. time? See, here, here's, here's the beauty of this, Thomas. Here's the beauty. Because Me Too is such a hot button, right? You could you could tweet it. You, you got the Twitters. You, you put Me Too on there. Everyone looks. It's amazing, Thomas. It's amazing. Because that's so important, why not have one Supergirl when you could have Me Too Supergirls, Tom? Look oh. at that. Look at the synergy there, Tom. I, I, I don't have the brain power to get into why this is problematic for you, but... Uh... It, 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 are the nerds think about it what the nerds want more than anything they want women to be subservient to their ever-loving whim so we're just going to make a really bad movie that they're all gonna go to anyway it'll be fine great so so th is this gonna be better or do you not care if it's as good as the supergirl movie from the 80s well, being that uh, uh, Slater is not on the menu right now, we're thinking about bringing her in as a uh, sort of Sharon Stone-style cameo from Catwoman. Ah, oh, wow. Catwoman? That's a movie you're referencing? Well, it had a woman in it, didn't it? What's the problem? <laughs> well, they like cats. Terrible, that's the problem. The movie did great, Thomas. It did, it, it, you should have seen the, the amount of focus groups that were happy with the movie ending. It was so good. <laughs> I don't like the sound of this at all. Um, tell me, tell me something though. Um, what other sorts of female 
superheroes or geek type properties are you developing right now? Well, I'm glad you mentioned it because uh, we're, we're looking into making the, uh, uh, an all female Autobots, the 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 fembots or <laughs> the the auto bitches, whatever you want to call them. It's like like the birds girls. of prey, but transformers. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because there's a female transformer. She's pink. She's like a go kart or something. It's crazy. It's good. I've look, I'm I'm very excited by that. Now I might be Unicron and a, and a transformer in and of myself. I have never seen this female before. I assume she's very curvaceous, perhaps like some sort of uh, uh, motorcycle in which to ride. If you get me, Thomas. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Aren't you under indictment for something very similar to this? Listen, there's no way a jury of my peers will find me guilty of anything. I am very, very well to do. Will they be able to find 12 rich white robots? I don't know if they will. Well, Romney is currently busy, but I hear Ryan is going to have some free time. (laughs) Oh, I didn't even think about it that way, but yeah, I guess you're right. (laughs) <laughs> There's plenty of us, Thomas. So what's so what's we this hide all? We played sight. You gotta wear special sunglasses to see. <laughs> Anyone who gets that reference needs to email us, and they get a sticker. Um, <clears throat> I'm anyway. very happy to assist. <laughs> so, uh, so, so, Unicron, tell me, uh, what's the, what's this uh, the female Autobot called? The leader of the team. What's her name? Oh God, they have names now. Jesus, I have no idea. Um, uh, we'll we'll call her Pinky Magoo. I I don't I don't actually know. Okay, I, I, great. What 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 is it, Tom? Who are you talking to? Talking to you. Oh, I thought you were listening to one of your other heads. No, no, no. They, they, as soon as you mentioned that there was a female who needed a name, they all tuned out. <laughs> Great. So tell me, what does your uh, what does your marketing head have to say? What do the projections look like for Aquaman? I'll get him. Just a moment. <clears throat> so the projections for Aquaman are looking really good. We're expecting a minimum, a minimum, young man, of at least seventy bajillion dollars. Okay, that's a real number. You could look it up. <laughs> that's fantastic that's fantastic yes, so you yeah. won't have to take a write down on this like you did on justice league well that have see that wasn't a write down uh that was an overestimate with some alternative uh, math that we were using at the time based upon the current resolutions found in the avengers movies gotcha so it's been a while since we talked uh basically pre-justice league and i know i know you were expecting uh you know sweet sweet avengers cash from Justice League, and that didn't work out so well. Why do you think that happened? Uh, Thomas, uh, the financial head no longer wishes to speak for some reason. I don't know why. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> Shocking. Let me, let, me, let me bring you over to uh, Great Expectations. Tom, you got to believe us. This is, this is big-time stuff, Tom. Are you hearing what we're doing with Aquaman? There's going to be a movie about a guy who lives underwater. It's breathtaking. Do you, do you get it, Tom? It's breathtaking. I sound and, uh, Great. Yeah. Now we 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 based the entire movie off of a very successful movie that just came out called Black Panther. It's a, it's about a guy who lives in a very secret world that's actually very much ahead of us technologically wise. Also, perhaps maybe he is not a white man. It's it's gonna <laughs> it's gonna do well. Perhaps maybe. Okay. So wait, Black Panther's a Marvel movie. So you're telling me you're starting to take pages out of the Marvel playbook? 
Well, I've always wanted to take the page and said, do you see how much money those idiots make? It's amazing. <laughs> Don't listen to that guy. He's an asshole. All right. That head does not need to talk anymore. The fact of the matter is we got we got Supergirls, we got Wonder, we got Wonder Leagues, the the, the DC women's of the of, of swimsuits of 1996 comics are going through the roof. So don't worry about any of this. We we got this. Now, sounds like, excuse sounds us. like you're really on top of all of it. I, I'm the main head. It's what happens. If you'll excuse us, we have to go interview uh, somebody. There's uh, there, it's not it's all on the up and up. There, there, <laughs> yeah. Me too. Me too. Okay. Yeah. All right. We gotta go. <laughs> okay. Thanks, Unicron. Thanks for your time. Uh, enjoy uh, enjoy passages Malibu or wherever it is you're going. Rick, are you there? Did you get any of this? Um, you know, I, that guy, that guy's got a lot of problems. And uh <laughs> yeah, he's a robot who smokes cigars for one. <laughs> I love his business suit though. <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing that they can make one in his size, really. <laughs> well, really what you do is you just make all of them in his size and then they just <laughs> And it doesn't wrinkle up when he transforms. It's amazing. <laughs> or when the head spins, the he neck trans- is always. He transforms. Always you know, he turns turns into a limousine and then turns back into a you know a robot and suit is perfectly pressed the, every the time. The craziest thing is that his hands always have martinis with quaaludes in them. <laughs> That's where all the quaaludes went. He has them. <laughs> he he. Little known fact: uh, Unicron is actually actually the birthplace of quaalude technology. <laughs> <laughs> That's his all spark. It's a quaalude. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's an all spark. I just wouldn't go around mentioning it. <laughs> wow. Wow. Well, I guess we have a lot of that to look forward to. Um, <laughs> I don't. I don't. I don't. I, I think his. I think the whole Supergirl thing's a miscalculation. Though. <laughs> what does it matter? Tom? What if they just. DC doesn't even need movies. They just need to keep announcing. <laughs> Apparently, that's what they need to do. That is, that's their new strategy. Is we're just going to announce movies and see how many retweets they get, and those are the ones we're going to make. <laughs> you know what's funny? Honestly, um, I, I, uh, Dark Knight just happens to be on Netflix right now. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, I was off today. We'll get to that. Um, so <laughs> I decided to just go back and rewatch it. Um, just to see what, you know, what may not hold up anymore. Yeah, 10 years later, so. It's still just really, really good. Like, <clears throat> I found myself forgetting that it's actually a Batman movie, because superhero movies have, like, a certain, a, a, a certain way about them these days. Yeah. And this just yeah, doesn't. It's, it's just not there in a very good way. Now, I would argue all three of those Nolan Batman movies or like that less the dark Knight rises less so, but they all have a more grounded sort of feel to them, even than the Marvel movies do. You know what? The one thing I actually really liked the most about it that I didn't realize I liked about it until I watched it. Um, Batman, <coughs> excuse me. Uh, it's like my voice was suddenly gravelly and now it's not, uh, Batman's movies, uh, Batman moves his fighting his, his, yeah. the way he, the way he attacks his enemies. Um, it's not cartoony or over the top at all. In fact, it's pretty boring and mundane, but I, there's something very like 
good about it. Like he's always hitting people with these straight down elbows and he's always like disarming them with basic moves. It's not, you know, CGI over the topness, which in Batman V Superman, we got to see sort of Batman cut loose and do a lot of Batmaning, and it looked like a video game and it was actually pretty cool, but it really took me out of the idea that this character could ever exist in reality. Well, that's the thing. And that was, what was great for me about the Nolan movies was, was that was what they tried to do was they tried to, you know, make the audience take as few leaps as possible, um, which is what Marvel did with Iron Man, and then they were able to do so much more. Um, and that's something that DC just does not care to do anymore. Like, and right. he's the new DC, you know, the DC Cinematic Universe, or whatever they want to fucking call it now. Um, they just, it's like, yeah, he's an alien. And yeah, he's a real guy, uh, but he can still, you know, jump around on the zipline like in the video game. Yeah. Okay, well, <laughs> that's what you want. Then you end up with what you end up with. Yeah, exactly. Like, you, you, you I don't know. Everyone looks like I look back at um, um, uh, what it, it's, it's just called Joker. Who the hell wrote Joker? Um, is it Brian Azzarello? Yeah, it's Brian right, Azzarello. Yeah. yeah, Brian Azzarello wrote Joker. Um, which is this really, really, really good one-shot story about the Joker and what is the most hyper-realistic version of him that we've ever seen outside of the Nolan Batverse, honestly. Um, it's really good if you've never read it, and it reminds me every now and again that movies, or comics, movies, all this stuff can be based in reality as much as possible, and, like, the harder you base it in reality, sometimes, not always, the better it comes out. And and it just reminded me watching the Nolan movies that that possibility still exists. Yeah, it can be done uh, when there's a will to do it. Um, maybe we'll get that again someday. <laughs> we'll see. I am not confident, though. I am not confident. All right, Rick, it is that time of the show. Where, no, we're not going to spin the Wheel of Morality. We nah, are... Wheel of Morality. Turn, turn, turn. Tell us the lesson that we should learn. And this week's lesson is? <laughs> we should always have Chris here to keep us on task. <laughs> and and if Unicron invites you up to his hotel room, don't go. Yeah, I, I think it could make a career for someone. <laughs> Worst case scenario, maybe you'll have an interesting story when he's elected president. Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. But no, it's the time to ask the questions, Rick. So, Rick. Yes. What's pissing you off? Oh, my God, Tom. There are so many things. Because I... I was just all over uh, God's creation for my family's reunion, my, my, the Sussman family reunion. I, I went up to New York. It was amazing. Uh, it was in Long Island. That was great. Um, I'd complain about, you know, the road work and things like that. But eh, I guess what's pissing me off is that as a whole, the state of Connecticut sucks. <laughs> okay. Like I got to Connecticut and a uh, really cool moment. I got to take a, I could, it was on a Sunday, so they weren't open, but I took a quick photo of myself in front of uh, the home 
the home office in Bristol uh, uh, or uh, Greenwich, pardon me, of the WWE. I got to I got I was I just happened to be nearby, so I took a photo. There I was, kind of cool, right? Yeah, definitely. That's I saw neat. the photo. It's great. Yeah, yeah. So, um, Connecticut's a very liberal state, and uh, it, you know, it's it's very they they do a lot. Uh, you think it would be pretty well off in the Northeast and. Dude, there's homeless people literally oh, everywhere. Yeah, there are part. Connecticut is weird like that. Like Connecticut, yeah. is, there's like super super rich people, and then super super poor people. And I, I expect that in like Dubai, but not in Connecticut. <laughs> well, see, Connecticut is where all the American sheiks live. <laughs> but they like, commute stayed... to New York during the day. <laughs> I stayed in New Britain for a night. Uh huh. Home of um, the Rock Cats. Their their Polish part of New Britain is incredible. The food is amazing. I oh bet. my god, Little Poland is you just you gotta go. And then oh, the 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 hotel that we stayed in was literally one mile away, just on the other side of the railroad tracks. And I made sure to deadbolt my door what and push it, my what is it with you and the other side of the railroad tracks, man? I'm, this is not a joke. That really I is know. what happened. And it just, it made me mad because I'm like, Connecticut, you don't hear anything about Connecticut outside of it being where the blue bloods are. And they're, you know, like I said, it's very liberal. And <laughs> there's, there's just, it's, it was a mess. It was just a mess up there. Oh God, it was scary talk. <laughs> I was going to ask you if you had a chance to go to a new Britain rock cats game, but they moved away two, three years ago. And they're now the, the Hartford yard goats. I'm yeah, not even making that to- up. We almost went to a Hartford game. We actually almost did. It just I was too exhausted. <laughs> but Tom, yes. What's pissing you off? Oof. Uh Football fans. Specifically the football purists, these guys who who post memes about uh people wearing hats that say make football violent again and uh uh, are talking about the quote-unquote wussification of the game and uh, how I don't understand why that helmet-to-helmet hit isn't legal anymore. It's just a good, solid hit. I would have applauded that guy. I'd be more upset with the receiver for not catching the ball. Um, I- I'm done with you people. Like, <laughs> that's it. Like, it. You seem to want people who play football to be permanently injured. <laughs> Or well, disfigured they, from playing they, a game. Like, right, I understand it, the whole, all right, they're grown-ups, and if it's risky, they, you know, and they know the risks, they can make a decision to do it. Yeah, I get all that. That's fine. But shouldn't shouldn't we try and make it as safe as we possibly can? Because it's just a fucking game, and it's not war? For a lot of these guys, this is all they have. They go to their they go to their beef O'Brady's. They <laughs> they wear they wear the colors of their team, and then for four hours out of the out of a week every Sunday or whatever, they get to pretend that the we when they're like, yeah, we're looking good this year, really means them. But that's and the they thing. Live, they he, live lives through these players, and that's what's so funny about this is most of these idiots saying make football violent again are not people who are playing it. Like, it's easy for you to sit in your fucking lazy boy with your buffalo wing stains on your, you know, Tim Couch jersey and say, 
Yeah, I made a Tim Couch reference, so what? <laughs> and say, yeah, it should be violent because you're not the one having to take those hits and you're not the one who doesn't recognize your children 15 years after you stop playing the game and you're not the one who ends up with major personality changes in your early 60s and blows your fucking brains out in a pickup truck. So it's real easy to say, make football violent again. Like, make the game as safe as it possibly can. And if it if you can't be made safe at all, then we need to have a serious discussion about whether it has any place in modern society. This is, there's, there is a lot to unpack, especially when you look at what the average player versus the average fan is social economically. Yeah. yeah. There is a lot going on here. And a oh, lot of these absolutely. guys, a lot of these guys don't want to see their game go away because it's, again, it's where they think that they're having the, the biggest time. And I'm with you, man. I'm, I've been teetering on whether or not I was going to watch football for the past two or three years now. And it's, <sighs> I, I love the I love the idea of the game. I grew up playing it just like you. And well, you, I mean, you never played play, but I didn't. Yeah, <laughs> Technically, I, I didn't I, either. Now, did I, I did one year in middle school, left bench. Yeah. There you go. Same same position, high school, but I got to play with a Hall of Famer. Yeah. So that's cool. Um, yeah. Actually, I don't even know if Devin's going to go to the Hall of Fame, but whatever. He should. Um, greatest greatest kick returner of all time, you would figure, but. It's also an affront on you, Tom, as a person. Like, do you want to be seen in the same context as these guys? Well, that's the thing. And it's not ancient Rome. Like, we're not sitting here, like, watching gladiators who are, you know, being thrown to the lions and decide, what was that? Oh, I clicked uh, my, don't worry about it. It was, <laughs> it was, like it you... was just a wire. It was, here, I'll do it again. This is all it was. It's literally just like a, a wire. Platoon in an old West movie. <laughs> you let me tell you something, Tom. There I was, seventeen <laughs> engines and only my revolver. But I did knocked them say, all down. Did you say engines? Yeah. Well. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you said. I mean, eh, it's, it's, it's just as horrible as any of the other slurs they used back then. It's fine. Well, <laughs> as a friend who has actual, a guy who has actual Native American friends, including one mentor. I'm sure he'd he'd approve of the use you're, of the old you're slang. You were in character. You were in character. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> I play a character on the show. <laughs> That's right. That's right. He's not really a big dumb animal. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I feel you on your on your anger. Like I'll still watch. Like I'll still watch. I'm just tired of these people who are complaining about the changes to the game in order to keep people from from developing CTE. Like. And all sorts of other permanent injuries. My favorite thing about those people is they're always the first to be like, oh, damn, I hope he's okay. No, you don't. No, you really don't. You'd rather he got killed over the middle. Like, you, that's what I don't get. And it's like, yeah, you. it's easy to say when you're not out there doing it or when it's not your father, or your brother, or your child out there doing it. Like, you know, it's usually these guys who haven't played since high school and, you know, they, they still relive their glory days. Of when they, I don't know, won a game. I don't know. Uh, I throw this football over them damn mountains, Tom. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's just ridiculous, and it's driving me crazy because the closer football season gets, the more I see it now. And uh, 
you know, I mean, I, I won't be watching my usual team this year, but that's for all different reason. Um, but that, you know, I, I'm still will watch the game until it's until they basically say, yeah, we, we don't care that this is not safe. And, uh, <laughs> we're, we're just going to let everybody do whatever they want. You know I mean? At this point, these guys were driving me nuts. They're the, they're the old men who bitched when they started making players wear helmets in baseball. <laughs> Boog Powell never wore a helmet. He took 17 fastballs to the head one year. Yeah. Yeah. Can Boog tie his shoes now? <laughs> oh, he's been dead since 1998. <laughs> right, right. I mean, he made it to the ripe old age of 43. Exactly. Boog can't tie his shoes because he's morbidly obese from all the barbecue. But, <laughs> but if he could, could he? Well, they make these new shoes. They just you just you you you, you put your foot in them yeah. and then you you, <laughs> you velcro them. And it's just fabulous. And my grandson got them for me at Caldor. <laughs> Were those the guys that helped out when uh, we found out that Gryffindor was under attack? What what what? Good <laughs> <laughs> lord. Oh, Rick, what did you learn this week? I learned so much this week. Yeah, I bet. You went to you went home to the motherland. So <laughs> went to the motherland, the fatherland, <laughs> got back into the city, got back into Brooklyn. Oh god, I miss Brooklyn. Brooklyn was so cool. It's good to be back. It was good to be back in Brooklyn, even though I, I couldn't stay long and it was raining. Wait, it back in cool. Brooklyn, you've been there. I mean, obviously you've been there before, but you didn't live there at all, did you? No, no. I was I, I spent a few over the time I spent a few days. Ah, a couple of weeks. It's just it's a city I like. I yeah, I love absolutely. I love that city. It's it's a it's a it's a mean, mean city, but it also like it's like that guy on the bus that you're not really sure is he here to mug you or to or or to help you. And if somebody comes up to you and screws with you, that guy's gonna stand up and sh yell right in their face. And that's Brooklyn. Brooklyn looks like it means to shank you, but it's actually there to help. <laughs> Except the parts where the hipsters have taken over. Yeah, those parts, yeah, they're they're just different. I uh, I learned. <laughs> I learned that I uh, <laughs> I learned that I can drive a hell of a lot better than I can sit in a passenger seat. <laughs> with my old man. <laughs> so who did most of the driving on this road? Me, trip? me. Oh, me, you me, did. Me. The way oh, you were texting me, you were no, oh, no, no, not in not in Brooklyn. No, uh, not in Brooklyn. No, no. I know on I the did, on the road trip itself, you drove. Most I did of the, the bulk. Way? I did. The but you bulk were texting me quite often. Were you texting while you were driving on the highway? Certainly not in the state of New York, Tom. That would be illegal. <laughs> but I'd like to point out that most of I-95 North and South is pretty much a straight line. So, yeah, you can check your phone from time to time. <laughs> Good Lord. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but I, I, I learned I learned so much. I just I learned a lot. More than anything, I, I finally got a chance to see my grandfather, my dad's dad. Um, there was no, not never really any photos of them. My family doesn't really talk about their past. It was, it was good to learn a lot about my family's history from my dad, uh, having him in the car with me for essentially 20 hours captive. He had to talk to me about some stuff. Whenever <laughs> I bring up with me. Actually, I'll, I'll bookend the whole thing with this. What you I learned, must open up to me now. You gotta do it old man. <laughs> um, what I learned more than anything was before I was born, 
uh, my dad used to run uh, just he was training to run a 5K and his time. He said he once sort of trotted around the neighborhood and he did a 5K in 26 minutes. I assume that's very good. The best I have ever done. I have ever, ever done is 38 minutes. Wow. Yeah. My dad just sort of like nonchalant. Oh, you know, it's not that big. Deal. I'm like, That's a great run, dad. That's, that's really, really good. That If I did a 26 minute 5k, I would be over the moon. And, you know, that's my old man. Oh, well, okay. I guess, uh, you know, I guess it's pretty good. You had another way in which your father beats you. That's fine. I've learned to accept <laughs> that. Tom. Yes, sir. What did you learn? I learned that I have a family of squirrels living up under my roof. Oh, that's cute. They're friends. <laughs> no. No. No? No, they make lots of scratching noises on the ceiling during the middle of the day and the night. And uh, <laughs> I'm trying to figure out how they're getting in and then how to uh, humanely remove them if possible <laughs> so that I can seal up that entrance and evict them. <laughs> so if anyone has any ideas on humane squirrel removal if there is such a thing and I'm not talking about cartoonish things like you know building an amusement park on the place where they used to live and all manner of other cartoon things um, I need actual actual concrete ideas here people if you have ideas on how to humanely remove squirrels from your roof <laughs> Uh, then uh, email us those two jerks at gmail.com or Rick if they want to find us on Twitter how can they do that they can tweet us at those two jerks TWO being the operative two that's right as opposed to a me too or a two two supergirls one cup or anything like that oh. <laughs> yep the two in the logo stands for two <laughs> good one Tom <laughs> I was just trying to make everything nice and clear for the people. You can also find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash those two jerks. Click like on the page so you can get updates on things like, you know, Patrick Stewart becoming Captain Picard again. That was a big popular news item that we uh, shared with you over the weekend. You'll also get the latest news on episodes and when there won't be episodes and uh, all of those sorts of things. Uh, and if you have an opinion on anything we talked about and you want to join the conversation, you can leave us a voicemail, too. And if you really don't like the sound of your voice, there are actually free voice-changing apps you can download for your phone. Oh, my God. If that's what's concerning you about not calling, and then leave us a voicemail at 321-76-JERKS. You can find all that information and a whole bunch more at those2jerks.com. So, for the Sussman, Rick Sussman, and the occasional Chris Vu, I am the Tom Alexander, and until my next leap is the leap home, <laughs> we will remain those two jerks. See you next time. Good work, Christ out.